Hello and welcome to the Moncast. A weekly podcast where we watch Pokemon and Digimon in tandem and discuss the similarities and differences that they share. My name's Sam. And I'm Stevie. And the score currently stands at one point apiece for Pokemon and Digimon. And this week we're watching Ash Catches a Pokemon and Garurumon. We got feedback again. Hooray! Woo! Not as much, but obviously we've not got everyone from Podigious this time. So we had more feedback from the person on Facebook. Robert Parker says that despite the fact episode 2 opened with us laughing at his first feedback, he still thought this episode was really good. The audio felt clean, it wasn't too long, and he's actually said that it's given him a good way to get into Digimon because he's never seen it before. And it was overall a funny episode, and he wants to keep up the good work. So that's cool. It's really good feedback. Thank you. Thank you. On Twitter, we had Lost in Translation Mod again. This time, who just said, congrats to the Moncast for a great second episode. Hashtag Pika Power. On Twitter, we also had Lunamon97, who animated a really cute Tokemon while they were listening. And it's really adorable. I don't know if we could link it on Tumblr or whatever, but we can try. I can probably find at least some screenshots or make a gif of it or something. Because it is really, really cute. Yeah, we'll try and share that out somehow. I did retweet it as well. They also said, good podcast, guys. Fun to listen to. The two shows are so different, it'll be fun to hear what happens in later episodes. And then over on iTunes, we've got May again from Lost in Translation Mon. Oh, that was my phone. I'm sorry. That was also May from Lost in Translation Mon. (laughs) They said, a fantastic start to a promising podcast. What an entertaining podcast with a unique premise. This podcast shows a lot of promise and has started with a lot of potential with a fantastic first episode. They also said that they love both Digimon and Pokemon, so they're very excited for more episodes. The hosts have great chemistry and they had a huge smile on their face while they were listening and they agreed with everything that we said and they look forward to hearing more of it. Yay. Woo. And please, if you have the time, do leave iTunes reviews because that's how more people find us on iTunes, which would be really cool. We'll thank you on the episodes and stuff. You don't have to do any of those things. I think you're the one who's more concerned about iTunes and everything. I'm like, we've put it on the internet. People will find it. (laughs) You're like, we need to get this out and get people to listen to it. I'm like, we've had four people listen to it. It's four people. We've had more than four. I know. I'm surprised how many people have listened to this, though, considering it's on episode two. We've got 28 listens on episode two. None of those were me this time. I'm kind of going to download them again, you know. I'm going to listen to them on the train today. (laughs) It just sounds so self-indulgent. It does. It's nice to hear myself talk and not feel squeamish about it, because any time I've ever heard myself talk, I just want to curl up into a little ball and scream. (laughs) But... Like after like doing all, all these episodes and editing and stuff, it's it's got me over my little fear of myself. Oh, that's nice. I still hate my voice, but I can deal with that now. I hate your dumb jokes. My dumb jokes make the entire podcast. Your coughing joke gave me heartburn last week. <laughs> it's the best joke. It was so good. I've now got going my mom's little dirt face as my lock screen on my phone. Ah, oh, beautiful. Except it's really blurry and pixelated, but I think that adds to the charm. <laughs> Come on, face. He looks so happy. The first episode we are watching this week is Pokemon Ash Catches a Pokemon. Ash catches his first Pokemon, a Caterpie, and is over the moon, much to Misty's dislike, because she hates bugs. As Ash and Misty camp out under the stars that night, 
Caterpie and Pikachu have a touching heart-to-heart. The next day, Ash learns some harsh lessons about Pokemon battling against a Pidgeotto, but succeeds in catching it in the end. Suddenly, a wild Team Rocket appears and tries to steal Pikachu. Caterpie saves the day with its string shot and ends up evolving into Metapod. What are you following us for? My, my bike! I'm holding you responsible for my bike! When are you going to get over that dumb old bike? What, what's wrong? What, what's happening? What, what, what is this thing doing sleeping near me? Pidgeotto, an evolved form of the Pidgey. It is armed with sharp claws and dives from the sky to capture its prey. Unlike the more gentle Pidgey, Pidgeotto can be dangerous. Approach with extreme caution. Yes! We got Pidgeotto! Coughing, it's Grime time. Beckins, go get your dinner! Metapod, Caterpie's next stage. It has encased its body in a hard shell. This specimen reached this stage faster than any previously discovered Pokemon of this variety. What did you like about this episode? I really liked the first two minutes, like everything about it. The Pokeball being thrown, it takes such a long time for the Pokeball to hit Caterpie. There's so much cutting between Ash and the Pokeball and Caterpie and everything. And then when it hits Caterpie, it's this super dramatic sort of silhouette of Caterpie being hit. And then like when Caterpie gets caught, it's got that dumb, uh, Ash has got that dumb little face that he puts in a little smile. It just makes me really happy. Like it's, it, it's the first step on his adventure. It's him getting his first Pokemon. That isn't Pikachu, obviously, but it, it's just the little bit of elation that he has for getting his first ever Pokemon that he's caught himself and so it was really nice yeah i really liked the opening and the music in the opening as well so happy i also noticed um in one shot pikachu is massive he stood behind misty and pikachu goes up to maybe above misty's knee size wise <laughs> tall pikachu but if you look at pikachu's scale throughout some of the episode it's sort of he, he grows and shrinks a little bit depending yeah i think pikachu was pretty massive when misty was hugging him his head was bigger than Misty's. It just looked really chubby. So what do you like about this episode? I actually really liked Ash and Misty and their whole interaction. The back and forth between them was really good. Mm. I also didn't like Misty for other reasons, though, which I'll get into later. But overall, it was, it was just entertaining to see them talk and learn about each other because they... They're pretty much complete strangers. All that they've done so far is argue about things because Ash destroyed Misty's bike. Mm. But they sort of get to know each other and get to know what they care about a bit more. Mm. I um, I think it's nice sort of, I'll go on about it more later, but it's nice that it's just the two of them for most of it in this little forest having this adventure, talking and learning more about each other and, and, and experiencing the first bit of Ash's adventure together. I thought it was quite nice. Yeah, it was. Like, we learned that Misty doesn't like three things. Carrots, peppers, and bugs. Bugs. But I don't get why they picked carrots and peppers. I mean, they could have gone with, like, Brussels sprouts and broccoli. That would have made more sense. No, it doesn't. They, they're both nice. Yeah, I like them as well, but a lot of kids find them nasty. But carrots and peppers are nice. Why would they pick carrots and peppers? Because Misty doesn't like them. Why Why those? <laughs> they could have picked some vegetable that made much more sense. But they didn't. Misty doesn't like them, so it's up to Misty if she likes them or not. <laughs> Misty isn't real. <laughs> she is real. This is all real. <laughs> 
Anime is real. <laughs> what? Anime is real, clearly. So you're arguing that Misty doesn't like Carrots and Peppers because Misty is a real person. <laughs> She's a representation of a person who could exist. Okay. I guarantee there's a person out there who doesn't like Carrots and Peppers or Bugs. Oh my. I um I also like the super anime stuff that's been happening in the episodes. Like there's the pulling the faces, there's the flashy sort of starry backgrounds that sort of zipping along. Um, Misty hitting Ash with a mallet for no reason. <laughs> I thought she hit Caterpie with a mallet. Did she? Oh, I I was too busy looking at the mallet. Because <laughs> <laughs> when she was talking about hating bugs. There's just so much anime stuff that happens in, like, Ash's head grows for one, one frame when he's shouting at Misty. And it doesn't make sense why it does it. It's just really cool. Because it's, like, stuff that I see in anime nowadays that I watch. And it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's back when it was older. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Ash's silly faces. He's very animated lively and excitable because he's a child they also all stand at weird poses especially misty she's got like she leans back on one of her back like on a, on a i was gonna say on one of her back legs she hasn't <laughs> got back legs she's not a centaur um she sort of leans on one leg and has the other leg sort of forward it's weird mm. i don't know why she doesn't stand up straight like a like a sensible person because she can do some really bad damage to her spine it's okay sam misty's not real no, Misty is real. Misty doesn't like carrots and peppers because she's real. Misty stands weirdly because she's real and they can't get her to stand up straight. What else did you like about this episode? I really liked the battle with Pidgeotto because it was really nicely animated and it made sense with the mechanics of the games as well. Like He sent out Caterpie, who's a bug Pokemon, against Pidgeotto, who's a flying Pokemon. So Caterpie's got an extreme weakness to that. And it didn't just, like, pretend that it didn't matter. It actually went, this is what the mechanics would do. Caterpie would die. It was nice to sort of see Ash learning some basic skills. Like, it's it's not just him using an attack and him catching the Pokemon and boom, he's got it. It's there's sort of, it's a bird. He sends out a bug. Bugs, and birds eat bugs and stuff. And then when he learns about all this, he sends Caterpie back and then sends Pikachu out, who's an electric type, who can fire electricity, which birds are weak to in the games. It's, it's nice to see the game mechanics come to life in the show. Yeah, and it was very easy to understand as well. Mm. It was a good example to use. Especially with the the Pokemon they have, like Pikachu and Caterpie and Pidgeotto, obviously. Bird beats bug, thunder beats bird. Yep. Have you got any other things that you enjoyed? Uh, I like Team Rocket, because they're still super serious. But like you can start to see bits of them being their dorky selves, like um, Meowth scratching their faces and stuff, and then them stamping on Meowth and stuff, then Meowth getting wrapped up in Caterpie's string shot, and then sort of pick him up by his like ear and tail <laughs> and run away. It's nice to see them start to become the, the, the goons that they are. Yeah, I do like the silly aspects of Team Rocket. Mm. They're a good villain, like, now they're um, they're a threat still, because Ash hasn't got that strong a Pokemon. He's got a Caterpie, a Pikachu, and a Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto obviously got beaten by Ekans and Coughing, but at the moment, they are kind of a serious threat. He hasn't got a Pokemon that that can beat them easily. Because obviously, later on in the show, he gets more Pokemon, a stronger Pokemon, and his Pokemon get stronger and they become a lot less of a threat. But at the moment, you know, if Pikachu wasn't blinded, maybe he would have won. But it was still quite a close call. Yeah, he was down to his last Pokemon. Mm. But it was nice to see a Pokemon battle happen, even though it wasn't again, it wasn't to the, uh, what did he say, to the Pokemon League rules? It's very inconsistent in what Ash knows about Pokemon. So he doesn't know Pokemon have attacks, and he doesn't know what Pidgey is, but he does know that in the uh, Pokemon League rules, you have to only use one Pokemon in a battle. Yep. For yeah. now. He doesn't recognise a Pidgey, but he does recognise a Pidgeotto. Is there anything else you liked about this episode? Caterpie. 
because it's just adorable. I like cute things. Is that your favourite thing about this episode? Yes. I just really like Caterpie. They really give it a personality, which is I am super cute and really nice and just want to be friends with everyone. And then Misty hates it. And I hate Misty for that. No, I don't hate Misty. She just hates bugs. I know, but I I like bugs. Why would you be so mean to the cute, adorable caterpillar thing? Well, she got, she liked it in the end a little bit almost maybe but it was actually one of my favorite things about this episode was the little conversation that caterpie and pikachu had that was one of my least favorite things why it was so just awkward and weird because like i couldn't tell what they were trying to convey between them it was just happiness we're happy look at us being happy well i thought it was kind of cute that they were having a conversation like it was the pokemon without the trainers there it was just them being themselves and it's nice to see that his Pokemon can interact with each other and have these little conversations together because it would be a bit weird if he had Pokemon that sort of didn't talk to each other because obviously they're sort of colleagues now. So it'd be weird to see them sort of only fight but not really talk to each other. But it's nice to see there that the Pokemon's relationship with one another, even though it was a little bit uh, odd. But I liked it being odd. It was. It just felt weird. It was like the dialogue in the last episode where it felt forced and it didn't quite fit right. It was just sort of put in there to fill time almost. It's just like they were dancing and they used the same animations for them many times in like those two minutes. Like the only bit of it that really gave any information was like near the end when Caterpie's looking at Butterfree in the sky. And you're like, oh, Caterpie wants to be a Butterfree. So it just felt like it was filler to me i do think that the um the writing the the, the conversations they had and stuff in this episode was was quite good it wasn't janky or anything and and the puns were kind of bad but good well you're saying puns they had one pun it was just always oh that bugs me they had other ones i can't remember off the top of my head but there weren't many it bugs me how many times they use the same pun okay you can have that one it's just like every single time it's just bugs bug me oh that bug is bugging me okay so is there anything you didn't like about this episode misty being mean to caterpie just felt i didn't like it because i like caterpie that's just my personal bias okay well that that gave it sort of a little bit of conflict in this episode though i feel like without it it would have just been a bit simpler like it gave them a hurdle to get over which was misty's fear of bugs it's not she doesn't like caterpie she's scared of caterpie she's scared of bugs and sort of at the end of the episode ash helps her fight her fear a little bit and then it evolves in front of her and creeps her out even more. Metapod is kind of creepy, though. Yeah, I can't really see it. You can't see how Metapod's creepy? Metapod's just quiet. <laughs> it looks a little bit creepy. Cappy is cute. I agree with you there, but... but... But Metapod's a little bit weird. It's not as cute. It's not animated. It's just a cocoon. It's like, why is my head saying it's like a Moe statue? <laughs> it just sort of stands there and watches things. I can see that. I can see that. I wasn't a massive fan of the stock footage again. Oh, there's so much. There was a fair bit in this, especially there's the, the, the flipping the hat back and the throwing the Pokeball. And then there's the one scene that you mentioned where when he's caught, is it Pidgeotto? Yeah, it's like it just uses the same shot and just goes back and forth between them. It's got the, the Pokeball shaking and then Ash stood there waiting and it just cuts between it three or four times. Did you also notice that Ash's eyes kept turning brown in random shots? I assumed he was supposed to have brown eyes. <laughs> I think he's got dark brown eyes, but they were sort of light brown. Yeah, the animation is still very 90s. Yeah, it was still shaking, but I didn't notice it as much. I didn't notice any shaking this time. It was only when they, they were really still, you could see it moving around a bit, but it wasn't as bad as the last episode. Yeah, I, I just noticed a lot of looped animations and things like that. Like especially in the conversation with Caterpie and Pikachu, because I wasn't really listening to them, because all I was saying was, Pika Pika! And... <laughs> 
whatever the noise Caspi makes. Yeah, I just watched them as just like the same animations again and again of like Caspi stands up a bit or Pikachu dances and then hovers in midair for a split second before the frame changes. There was some weird like mid-frame weirdness, especially like with Ash and Misty when Ash is talking to Misty. His head grows really big for, for like one frame. It's really weird. So what was your favorite thing or character from this episode and why? Because I've already said mine. Mine was the, uh, the conversation with Cappy and Pikachu, which you poo-pooed. Well, that's that's just because I like actual words. I don't find lots of content in sounds between Pokemon. Maybe I just don't have the imagination to think about what they're talking about. But let's see. Yeah, my favourite thing was definitely Caterpie, because I really like Caterpie's evolutionary line, and the personality that they gave him was really adorable, and... I just like how, like, usually they make Pokemon seem like fighting machines, but in this episode, Caterpie was very much a weak little bug thing that just wanted to be friends with people, and it was a nice change to giant snakes and balls of gas that want to kill things that turn up later. So, do you prefer Caterpie or Weedle? Caterpie. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, I, I quite like Weedle, and because um, I like Beedrill more than Butterfree. Ooh, <laughs> is there going to be war breaking out between Am us? I upset you. <laughs> Civil war. <laughs> I, I think I like, I do like Caterpie. I like the little nub feet that they've got. That makes like, cause I don't like um, spiders and things with weird legs. So having them have little like nub ball feet is kind of cute. The eyes are the best thing about Caterpie in this episode. Just every time it gets sad, you're just like, oh. My heart reaches out to Caterpie. Have you seen the theory that um, Caterpie is supposed to evolve into Venomoth? No. Apparently, if you look at the designs, Venonat looks like it evolves into Butterfree because it's got the same sort of eyes and the mouth and the little antenna. And if you look at Caterpie, it's got the same little sort of T-shaped antenna on its head that Venomoth has. I could definitely see the Venonat to Butterfree, but the other way around. Like, Venomoth just looks so different to Caterpie to me. Okay, overall thoughts? I thought it's a very good episode. A lot happens. Obviously, like, it starts with Ash getting his first Pokemon, and then there's a bit more development with Misty finding out she doesn't like bugs. There's that sort of conflict. They have really good conversations together, which is quite nice. It wasn't flat, it wasn't boring. And then he tries, he gets a bit cocky and tries to get his second Pokemon, and it turns out that, you know, it's a bit more out of his depth, and he has issues. He has this struggle where he uses wrong typings and stuff. Then he sort of overcomes that and starts to learn about it more and gets his second Pokemon. And then Team Rocket appear, and they do their thing oh we want the pikachu and then he has to overcome that and you know that's a lot that happens in this episode oh yeah also caterpie evolves like caterpie's in one episode oh no no more caterpie <laughs> just dawned on me i'm now i'm now grieving over caterpie just like no i'm not gonna see caterpie again oh I, metapod's not gonna be as cute it also says its name which isn't as cute i like it when pokemon don't say their names oh no caterpie why <laughs> So, what about your overall thoughts about this episode? I agree with a lot of what you said. Just like it's, it had a lot of content in there. The characters, like Ash and Misty, really get a chance to interact properly. Overall, just a really enjoyable episode. They made up for episode two, where everything seemed a bit more off. I think I'm not sure whether it's either because a it was generally written as a better episode, or b because they were in a forest. It was obviously such a small scenelet. Of just those two and then Team Rocket later on. So I'm hoping when we go to the next town, it is a bit more animated. Hopefully it carries on like this. The second episode we're watching today is Garurumon. The kids who have totally searched the whole island in an afternoon run away from some territorial monochromon to find shelter. They stumble across a trolley car on a lake island and decide to spend the night there. Ty takes the first watch 
and manages to anger the Sudramon that was sleeping beneath them. So it's left to Matt and Gabumon to save everyone. Gabumon digivolves to Garurumon to defeat Sudramon with his Howling Blaster attack. And then the kids talk for a bit. What a wonderful sound! I don't suppose we could trick him into taking us back. Get ready! He's attacking! Come on, you guys! Let's send him back to the fishy! No problem! Gabumon! Digimon 2! Garurumon's fur is legendary. It's strong as steel. He's like a growling torpedo. That's astonishing, and he must be invincible. Well, that's what I've heard anyway. We'll soon find out. Matt, you were so awesome against that monster. You think so? You know, you were the man. And you're the wolf man. Yeah, maybe if she puts in some effort, she'll become a hard-bodied machine like I am. I hope she grows pink wings just like my wings. You must be kidding so what did you like about this episode? I actually really liked the music. I like the background music that they have when they're in like the forest. It's just soothing. And the nostalgia for it as well helps. Nostalgia? Well, I've watched this episode many times. Okay. Far too many times. When I was four, probably. So basically, like these first six episodes of Digimon, I'm super familiar with them. But that's why my nostalgia blindness is like the music. I like music. It's usually music and things I get attached to. I know I'm not saying anything, but honestly, I find it really hard to find anything I particularly like about this episode. Like, it's the same as the first as the last episode last week, but in that one that had a dinosaur, so that one wins. It's the same episode. It's literally the same episode. Pretty much. Like, the kids interact for the first ten minutes, and then a bad guy appears, and then one of them digivolves to defeat it. Except it seems to actually do it worse. They do try and develop Matt's character. No, they don't. They try. No. They try and do no. it through negative comments. Through arguments. Instead of actually getting Matt to talk about himself, they instead get Ty to talk about him behind his back to other people in the group. And we're supposed to learn about Matt like that. So is there anything you liked about this episode? I did like the attempts to try and develop character that were done horribly. <laughs> I like that they tried, but a lot of the discussions, like, they were similar to the last episode. They were, like, about surviving and food and finding where to go and stuff like that. It felt worse than last time. Like, they jumped between subjects a lot as well. It was never, like, on the same topic, so it never went into depth on anything. It was just constantly jumping from different things. Like, there was two sentences between Ty and Sora about Matt, and then it jumps to Joe coming in and looking at the stars, just like, oh, we could be on the Southern Hemisphere. It's just like, no, I want to know more about Matt. <laughs> You're trying to develop Matt. Why are you doing this now? Why did you interrupt this conversation? Also, I don't get about the, oh, maybe we're on the Southern Hemisphere. It's like, okay, but not to sound mean, but has Joe even seen the North Star before? Because they live in Japan, which is on the Southern Hemisphere, so they can't see the North Star. Is it on the Southern Hemisphere? I'm pretty sure it's in the Southern Hemisphere. Japan is in both the Northern and Eastern Hemispheres, according to Google. Northern and Eastern? What? How is there an Eastern Hemisphere? I've looked it up. And eastern and western hemispheres are based around British Meridian time. So, like, going around to the east of that is eastern hemisphere. West is western. Okay, that, that makes sense. In case you can't tell, this episode is very empty and doesn't have much to be discussed about it. So we've diverged into geography. Any more positives? I don't have a single positive. Really? I mean, it's not... 
terrible episode. But what I've said about the the second episode, you could say about this episode. But you like the second episode. <laughs> I like the second episode, yeah, but that's I'm biased because of the dinosaur. Second episode just seemed to do it better. Mm. Probably because it was the first time, so it felt fresh whereas now it's just the same again i'm like oh it's the same i I liked it when all the digimon were interacting with each other and foraging for food Mm. because it seemed like they they too have their own group like the kids talked to each other and the digimon went off and talked to each other as well plus patamon using boom bubble multiple times in this episode (laughs) it's just funny to watch it inflate and then (laughs) it's the dumbest attack really it's literally just breathing air at something Okay, I'm going to talk about it now anyway, but it is my favourite cat. My favourite thing of this episode was Patamon. Really? Because, yeah, because he's so adorable. He's got like, it's little shots where he's snuggled up next to TK and he's using his attack. When he uses his attack, he looks like he's struggling to do it, which I think is really cute. The build up to when he's knocking the fruit off the tree. It's just like several seconds of... It's like he just inflates his entire body and forces out this blast of air. It's It looks uncomfortable. It looks like the most uncomfortable out of everyone's attacks because his body physically changes drastically to use it. Well, he can't do things like breathe fire or breathe blue fire. All he can do is breathe. Patamon's attack is breathing heavily. What is it? Hyperventilating. Oh, bless him. He's just got anxiety. What didn't you like about this episode? The animation was bad. Like, really bad. You can see the pencil marks on some of it. Like um, when Garurumon's in the water, when he's shaking off the ice and stuff, you can sort of see sketch marks and things on him. And the faces in this episode as well were very just horribly drawn or they missed details out or they had eyes that were vibrating for some reason. (laughs) That opening scene just, it was very fillery. I really didn't like it because it seemed to add tension in for no reason. The monochromon didn't care that they were there. And the, the kids got out the way. And then the monochromon were fighting each other. And then the kids were still screaming in absolute terror, running away. TK falls down. Matt's like, no. Ty's like, you got to get up. We've got to keep going. They're going to get us. And the, the monochromon are elsewhere fighting. And then they fall off a cliff for no reason. <laughs> I don't get why they had to add that little bit of tension. in. Also, like, the opening line is... We've searched the whole island. No, you haven't. That's what you're going to be doing for the next, like, ten episodes. You can't search an entire island in an afternoon. There's a lot of just stupid things in this episode. A lot of it came from Matt. <laughs> like, when Matt's being held by Seedramon, and for some reason he's clutching his harmonica, like it's going to protect him or something. Just, why? Why have you taken out your harmonica to hold on to it? He didn't have it when he was swimming. I know, so that means, well, when he got grabbed by Seedramon, his initial reaction was, quick, I've got to get out the harmonica! Maybe he thought he could soothe it with a nice song. <laughs> also, Gomamon went into the water to catch fish, right? Yeah. At no point did he see Cedramon, whose tail is attached to the island. Yeah, Cedramon's stupid. The way that they've sort of put him in there doesn't make sense. Just like, his tail's on the island for some reason. They don't notice, so they just don't question the red thing until they're like, oh wait, it's Cedramon's tail. (laughs) Also, he apparently breathes... Because we see the bubbles come up from the water. So Cedramon drowning the entire time. There was stock footage again. Did you see it? They had basically footage from the last episode used again, near the end, where the kids talk for a bit. Yeah, they reused that little bit. They didn't have to. They could have just had them talking about, oh, when Ogumon did evolve, it was because I was in trouble. But they had to show 30 seconds of the last episode. Also, there's Matt swimming. They used that same little bit of footage again and again. Cedramon looking around, they used that a lot. Also, there were a lot of shots of characters just sliding into frame. So they weren't animated. They were just sort of clicked and dragged slowly. <laughs> the best one's when Ty just pops in. At the end of the tree. And he just sort of slides into view. Can either of us come up with one more positive? Any more positives? 
Uh, I like the trolley car. A bit more digital world weirdness. And obviously it's an important part because they see it at the start of their adventure and then it's it's, it's at the end of the adventure and then it's also shown in Try for the poster. So it's, it's kind of an important thing in the series. Do you have a favourite character or thing about this in this episode? Not really. <laughs> no? I like Garurumon because I like wolves. Garurumon's always cool. I'm not a massive fan. Not super into like... A cold brooding loner and, and wolves and stuff like that. We can talk about Ty and Matt. Ty and Matt have some conversations in this and talk about each other behind each other's backs. There's a weird bit where Ty's talking to Matt and he says, do you even live in the same house? Where does that come from? I know they're using it as a way of Matt saying that they're half-brothers, which is a lie. But I, I don't get why he would, out of nowhere, just say, oh, do you even live together? Yeah, Ty and Matt just seem to have automatically gone, we don't get along. And now they just argue a lot based on not much. Joe's the mediator already. He makes sense. I like Joe. I like Joe as well. He's the most reasonable one of them all. And then there's Sora, who's done nothing. I feel really bad for Sora. I know she gets, like, the smallest part in the show. I know, but Sora's not really done anything yet. Does she do anything? In the next episode, she does. I'm scared about the next episode. Next episode, Sora's episode. I know, I remember it being bad. A lot of these episodes are bad, because they're just the same episode. Overall thoughts? It's literally just the last episode again. Yep, it's not bad it's not good. I, like, I'm not saying it's a bad episode. It wasn't terrible, but it's something we've already seen, and I can't really get excited about the episode a second time round when it's got it hasn't got my favourite part about the last episode in it. It's just very eh. Eh. It's just like, get it out of the way, Gabby-Mon's gonna digivolve, woohoo. My favourite thing about this episode, I was eating a sandwich at the same time. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we talk about the similarities and differences in these episodes. So let's start with our Monsters of the Week. Okay, my Monster of the Week was Caterpie. Yes! See, I didn't know you'd written that, I just, I was just gambling that you'd said that. Well, Caterpie's just so cute, and I love the personality they gave it, and I like cute things. And it's just, they base a lot of the episode around Caterpie, and Misty not liking him, and basically without Caterpie in there, the episode wouldn't work. It's definitely got a lot of personality. Like, you, you see it in how it interacts with Misty and Ash. It sees where it's talking to Pikachu. It also, for me, I like it because it's the first evolution we see. And it's different from other evolutions that we do see, because in, in other episodes, they basically glow white and then shade shape. But with Caterpie, it creates its own shell. It creates Metapod by Stringshot. Yeah, that's cool. Metapod's not as cool, but Caterpie. I like Caterpie. <laughs> I do like its little nubs, its little nub feet. It is the cutest caterpillar in all of media. Which episode do you think had the best storyline? Pokemon. Because it wasn't the same as last episode. I imagine everything is stage plays. I did drama at a college and university and stuff, so I see everything I watch on TV as a stage play. But imagine it like... I imagine it, they had such a small cast, it being literally two people in one location for the entire episode. And then at the end, obviously Team Rocket are there, but it's it mostly focused on these two people. And they're, one person's excited because he's just caught a new Pokemon, and the other person's upset because they don't like the new Pokemon. It's so, it's so simple. It was just this nice little simple story about these two people dealing with this thing that happened, which was Ash getting his first Pokemon. Yeah, this episode seemed to be a lot more about the characters than any actual, I don't know, travelling or story, I guess. Which was good. It made a nice change to learn about Ash's love of Pokemon and Misty's dislike of bugs and Caterpie's 
Caterpie's desire to like be liked by everything and everyone. Were there any similarities between these episodes? I like how your similarities are always things that are slightly esoteric and or like they had quite similar themes or all these characters went through similar experiences. And mine are so dumb. Like, like last my last one was phones being destroyed and the first one was gloves. And th- this week's also just an obscure one. What's yours first? There were snake-like creatures in both of them. Really? <laughs> so, yep. That's the similarity. Okay. We had big balls of air. <laughs> Pataman and coughing. Okay. What else? We had characters sleeping overnight. So would you say a similar amount of time passes in these episodes? Well, Digimon, we have like end of like mid-evening tonight. Whereas in Pokemon, it sort of seems to go through like a whole 24 hours almost. Mm. It just sort of jumps to nighttime very quickly and then jumps back to daytime. They do, I guess they just skip out lots of walking, whereas in Digimon they walk somewhere and then they sleep and get attacked and all that happens sort of very quickly. And which episode did you enjoy the most? Well, Pokemon. And why? Why is it always me that has to say why? You're just like, I'll ask the questions and then you say... I ask the questions because I'm tired, Stevie. I'm so very tired. I'm tired of Digimon. You thought you weren't talking that much in the last episode. I've said so little this episode. Yeah, Pokemon kept me thoroughly entertained throughout, and I didn't get angry at it for stupid things, apart from saying bug all the time as a joke. Why did would you say that it bugged you? I've already done that one. So did they. <laughs> We're going to keep using the same bad joke, because it's a bad joke, and it bugs people. It's too meta. <laughs> too meta. Too meta fod. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well done. So, who do you think gets the point this week? Pokemon. Okay, I agree. Also Pokemon. So the score stands at 2-1 to Pokemon. Digimon just let us down. This episode's gone down the drain. (laughs) Which episode? Us trying to talk about nothing. This episode of Digimon was so empty. It's like us trying to talk about a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) A glass of water that we've already drank once. Join us again next week where we'll be watching episode number four. Challenge of the Samurai and Beomon gets firepower. You can find The Moncast on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just search for The Moncast. Or you can email us at themoncastpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and have a good week or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please have a good week or whatever. Please don't watch these episodes. You can watch Pokemon, but Digimon. Just watch the Greymon episode again, but imagine it's Gabumon Digivolving. (laughs) Digimon is a letdown. I'm so sorry. You're saying, like, the first episode we're watching this time is Pokemon, and then okay. I'm doing the synopsis. No, wait. No, because I'm doing the synopsis for Pokemon. Oh my god, I had it the right way around, and I've just... You did? It. And then there your balls did up? It's fine. Control Z fixes everything. <laughs>